truth. 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 Welcome to Trusting the Truth with Samuel Tolley, where we view the world through the lens of Jesus Christ. We do not view Jesus Christ through the lens of the world. How are you doing? This is Samuel Tolley. And today I want to talk about Senate gun grab. Unfortunately, we have many Americans that have been, for lack of a better term, dumbed down. They've been, um, in many cases, they don't, they don't teach civics to our students anymore. When I was going to school, I graduated in 1970, we, we still learn civics to a degree. At least we learn the three branches of federal government and most state governments. You know, the legislative, the judicial, and the executive branch. And we basically learn how government functions. But in many cases today, they don't teach civics. They don't teach students how to think. And if you do not know your rights, you will never understand your responsibilities. And in order for a society to function adequately, the citizens need to understand their rights they need to understand their responsibilities, and they need to understand how government works. Uh, many people just take for granted that our elected officials are in charge, and they are the people running the country, when actually the reverse is supposed to be what's happening. It is the citizens that are in charge in the United States. <clears throat> Excuse me. And our elected officials are supposed to represent the interests of the citizens. For example, we have congresspersons, congressmen and women, who serve a two-year term. So those people are supposed to come back and meet with their constituency often so they can get a feeling and an understanding of what the citizens expect. And then they go back to Congress and institute uh, our desires. Then we have senators who serve a six-year term. They last longer, and it's two senators per state, whereas the Congress people are issued by proportion of population. And those senators also are supposed to look at the desires and the needs of the people. And when bills are brought forth, that is laws, Congress is the one that is supposed to make the laws, pass it on to the Senate. The Senate puts their feedback in. Excuse me. If both Congress and the senators agree on a bill, then it goes to the president to be signed. The president is not supposed to make bills. The president is only supposed to execute the bills. Now, if the president doesn't like the bill, he can veto it in which case it needs to be overwritten. I believe it's by two-thirds of the majority of, wow, I mean, I think it's the Senate, but it could be the Congress. And see, that just shows you, I'm not even up to date. I'm not even thinking clearly on these things. <clears throat> but that's not where I was planning on going today anyway. But nevertheless, the Senate and the Congress are the ones that are supposed to make the laws. And it's up to us to understand that, and it's up to us to tell them which laws we will agree to or not. Now, in many cases, 
the Senate will come up with laws. But if they come up with a bill that they like, they have to pass it down to Congress. And then the, the Congress will either have to accept it or reject it. Like recently, uh, the Senate keep coming up with these Ukrainian bills to give money to Ukraine. Uh, the prior one was rejected out of hand because it had no... Um, well, actually, the prior one they had also contained stuff about letting in eight thousand illegal aliens a year. Well, it was rejected out of hand by the Congress. So they came in with another one about $63 billion for Ukraine. It didn't even talk about the border. And it's amazing to me that people who were elected to represent us are more concerned about what's happening across the ocean than the invasion that we're dealing with here. And thus far, Congress has not uh, dealt with that or flat out rejected it. I, I would hope that they reject it because our country's security should come first. I mean, I know that this is anathema of what I'm about to say to some people, but as an American citizen, America should come first. Nevertheless, that's not even what I want to talk about. I want to talk about what I call the Senate gun grab. And there's a couple of senators that came up with this bill. And let me show you these people right now. Let me get my backstop out of here. Um, one second. Here we have Senator Edwin Markey and Senator, I believe you pronounce it, Laposa Butler. Now, she is the person that Gavin Newsom assigned the California Senate seat of the, of the late Dianne Feinstein. But they came up with this bill that I believe is designed to take away our gun rights. I mean, this is why I was talking about in the beginning that citizens need to understand their rights. If you don't understand your rights, you will never take care of your responsibilities. So let's have a quick refresher. Uh, hold on a second. I want to make sure. In this refresher I'm about to give you, I want to talk about first communism. I believe wholeheartedly that the Communist Party has infiltrated the Democrat Party. There was a set of goals that was read into the Congressional Record in 1963. Goals by the Communist Party was 45 of them. And I listed two here. And goal number 15, capture one or both of the political parties in the United States. That was a goal in 1963, and I believe that goal has been achieved in the Democrat Party. Now, I know off the top, many Democrats will dispute what I'm saying. I think that goal has been achieved to the extent that many Democrats do not even realize it. Well, you can look and there are socialists in the Democratic Party, known socialists, people that say they're socialists. You have AOC in Congress, and you have Bernie Sanders in the Senate to name two. 
openly socialist people. And socialism is nothing but communism light. And these people have gotten so bold, <clears throat> excuse me, so bold that they say and do things that would be anathema to the normal citizen. For example, um, ever since the summer of George Floyd, they've been advocating and in many cases defunding the police. Now, you got people, I believe it's, oh, I can't even think of her name because that bald-headed congressperson who advocated defunding the police. And yet, she spends thousands of dollars on private security. Anybody with any common sense should realize off the top, if you defund the police, who, is a question, would suffer the most? The people that will suffer the most are the people with the less resources. The people with the less resources are the poor. The police, by and large, do not live in poor communities. And the rich are not going to stand for them not having security. If they don't have a larger police presence in their area, which they do, they can hire private security to take care of them. And in which cases, many of them do. They have private security firms. But when they defund the police, many of the poor citizens suffered more than they were suffering when they had what police protection they have. And then when you get many of these legislators and these newspaper people and these reporters talking about how evil the police are, the police have a less desire to enforce the law anyway. I mean, why go into a dangerous situation and you may be called to use deadly force and then you want, you're going to go on trial for your life? Why would you do it? So in many cases, they're not responding. Uh, they were defunding the police in Oakland, and I think it was the mayor or some legislature person that advocated that sort of thing uh, had their car broken into and a laptop stolen. Well, they sit around for an hour waiting on the police to show up. Police didn't show up. But who knows when? I mean, why would you? I mean, your 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 job, your, your sacred honor to protect the citizens is not respected by the citizenry. So this is all in line with corrupting our society. Goal number 29, discredit the American Constitution by calling it inadequate, old-fashioned, out of step with modern needs, a hindrance to cooperation between nations on a worldwide basis. We are constantly attacked for our Second Amendment rights. Let's review the Second Amendment quickly. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. Many liberals don't want to say that the Constitution is a living document to be interpreted differently over the decades or, and how society is. But constitutionalists, originalists, people that believe in the meaning of the Constitution at the time it was written and prepared by the founding fathers, don't look at it that way. And neither do I. Those are two phrases in the Second Amendment. The first one is for a regulated militia. They try to say, uh, liberals, that, 
well, since we've got uh, militias and, and National Guards and all this stuff, people don't need guns. And, and you know, like, and if you had a gun, it needs to be a musket, which is stupid because a musket was what was going on in those days. But they want to take away our gun rights. The second part, which I highlight, states the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. The uh, Supreme Court just recently reaffirmed that uh, when New York State tried to stop people from getting um, concealed carry permits. And all these states like New York and California try to make it as difficult as possible for people to get concealed carry permits. Even though the, the Supreme Court shot down the rules New York did, people are constantly, states and private legislators are constantly trying to circumvent the will of the people and our rights under the Constitution. And if we're not vigilant, if we're not protective of our rights, if we ever do not understand our rights, we can't be responsible in holding our legislators and our judicial system, um, you know, holding them responsible to maintain those rights. If the people don't understand they have certain rights, those rights will go away because these people are constantly trying to get rid of the rights as I'm getting ready to show you that Mr. Uh, Markey and Miss, uh, what's her name? This chick, uh, Apollo, Miss Butler, want to do. There's a bill, this bill that these people have put out. I want to just show you the first page of this article. Do that. Where it talks about uh, Senate Democrats push a bill that could prevent churches from having armed security. Now, normally I would read the article, but these people, uh, these two senators did something unique. They wrote a very short bill, a bill that's understandable and a bill that we can look over quickly. And I, I would, I wish that two things would happen. People will continue to write short bills instead of these 4,000 page monstrosities stuck with all kinds of pork, fat, guts, and tripe. And that the people will take the time to start looking because everyone in Congress, everyone in the Senate, everyone in the executive branch is supposed to be beholden to us. And we cannot hold them responsible if we don't know what the hell they're doing or speak out if they're doing something stupid. So it's our responsibility as citizens to be on top of this stuff. And then this bill uh, is crazy. Now, when they're talking about a church will not be able to protect themselves, it's interesting. We just had a couple of church shootings here race recently. Well, not recently, but, you know, I think Joel Osteen's church has some woman or man, I'm not sure which, I keep getting various reports, came in there with a rifle. We had this person uh, that ran into a church and killed children and a couple of guards. We had people going into schools. We've had all kinds of stuff. 
And the normal liberal mindset is to take away our guns. That is the reflective action. Oh, we need we need stronger gun laws. And I and it, it 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 amazes me that logic and common sense is no longer logical or common because criminals do not pay attention to gun laws. Only law-abiding citizens pay attention to gun laws. If the law-abiding citizen uh, were a criminal, then we wouldn't even need Law, gun laws, because there's nobody going to be, there's nothing to enforce. So criminals are not the ones that are subject to these new laws, restricting our right to bear arms or protect ourselves or magazine capacity or whatever, or where we can have a gun. It's, the criminal is going to do what they're going to do. You know, it amazed me when I was living in California, I mean, all these stringent gun laws. And when I'm driving down the street, I'm thinking there's only two types of people here that are covered. The police, they have their guns, and the criminals, they have their guns. But the, by and large, the everyday citizen, is he's just out there with nothing. And this idea that if something goes wrong, I'm going to call the police. Well, I got news for you. Chances are the police won't get there until it's all over. I read a story once in the newspaper when I was in Southern California about this liberal writer that was a sincere, sincere fellow. He lived in a nice neighborhood. He had a nice home. He had a family and a couple of kids, and he didn't have any guns, and he didn't want guns. And the reason he said so, he was afraid that if he had a gun and somebody broke into his house, he would shoot them. And he didn't want that responsibility. And I'm, you know, as I'm reading this thing, I'm thinking, this, this, this is insanity. I think he said he had a baseball bat and a dog. Okay. What if he busted the person upside the head and busted brains out? They're still dead. What if the person came in there and shot the dog, shot him, and then raped his wife and his children? I mean, this, you know, the insanity uh, of, of leftist thinking is beyond my capacity to understand. People who violate your rights, who attack your family, who break into your home, you're not, if you have to address that, that is not your responsibility. That's the person that did that responsibility. That person has forfeited their life by seeking to forfeit yours or your family. And this crazy thought, well, I'm not going to have a gun because I might have to use it. The reason why you have a gun is because you might have to use it. Um, I think everybody I know has at least one plunger in their house. And I don't know anyone that likes to use a plunger. I don't. I certainly don't like to use a plunger. But if crap starts backing up on that toilet, I need a plunger. I need a plunger before I can call a plumber. I need a plunger quickly. And to me, uh, a gun is no different than a plunger. It's a tool. So let's look at this bill real quick that these uh, people have decided to grace us with. Uh, let us see here. 
this. Whoops, I'm on the wrong page. Let's start the beginning. Senate Bill 3589. And down here in section one, I might skip through some stuff, so just bear with me. It says, the short title, this act may be cited as Preventing Private Paramilitary Action Acts of 2024. Sounds hideous. Sounds like they're talking about some right wing or left wing militia, right? <clears throat> they're going to protect us from that weird stuff. Okay. Uh, prohibits for prohibition of unauthorized private paramilitary activity as defined by whom? As defined by these people. Okay. Private paramilitary activity. Let's see what that entails. Okay. Number one, you know, it says ammunition. The term ammunition has the meaning given the term in section 921A. Armed forces. Okay, we know what armed forces. We don't have to get down to that. Number three, dangerous weapon. The term dangerous weapon has the meaning given in terms section uh, 930. Okay, let's keep that in mind. Number four, explosive or incendiary devices. Why would they put this in here? I think this was put in here to give it more punch. Gun rights advocates are not advocating having hand grenades or mortars or or stuff like that. Let's continue. Firearm, okay? They're going to say what a firearm is. Number six, large capacity ammunition feeding device. Let's keep that in mind. Then it goes under A. A, a means a magazine built drum feed strip or similar device that has a capacity of or that can readily restore or convert to accept more than 10 rounds of ammunition. The Supreme Court already rejected this stuff, I believe, in California some time ago. They're constantly trying to give us guns with less than 10 rounds of ammunition. Why? For what reason? You know, if you have a gun and it has more than 10 rounds, you may need more than 10 rounds. You may need as many rounds as you can get, depending on how many people you may have to defend yourself against. What is this arbitrary number 10 supposed to stand for? What if there's four people shooting at you at the same time from four different directions and all you got is nine rounds or 10 rounds? What if your gun has the capacity to hold 15 or 20? Then it's illegal. This is silly. Let's continue. <clears throat> I want to skip on down. Uh, say. Let me go down to number eight. Person. The term person means any individual. Keep that in mind. Partnership, corporation, 
company, association, firm, society, organization, or governmental entity, whether incorporated or unincorporated. Now, number nine, private paramilitary organization. This is their definition. The term private paramilitary organization means any group of three or more persons associating under a command structure for the purpose of functioning in public or training to function in public as a combat, combat support, law enforcement, or security service unit. You know, that that could take away all security companies right there. Their capacity to uh, have uh, a gun. But three or more persons under a command structure for the purpose of functioning in public or training to function in public as a combat or combat support. Combat. If your wife and you and your son and daughter are a group and you're in charge of that group and you're telling your family, we need to train. Wouldn't that fall under this? We need to be able, I need you guys to be able to shoot. If somebody comes after one of us, we need to protect ourselves in public. Wouldn't that fall under that? Ah. <sighs> So let's get down to 2742, unauthorized private paramilitary activity. This is what they call it. Um, A, offense. It shall be unlawful to knowingly in a circumstance described in subsection B while acting as part of or on behalf of a private paramilitary organization and armed with a firearm, explosive, or incinerary device. Firearm, explosive, or incinerary device. What, what groups of people go around with hand grenades and their firearms? Or other dangerous weapon. What does that mean? That could mean anything. Number one, publicly patrol, drill, or engage in techniques capable of causing bodily injury, or death. So, that's getting back to the church. So, you, so, in other words, the church can't have people that are looking out for wackos that's going to come in there. I guess schools couldn't have it either unless they have some kind of government entity. Publicly drill, I mean, patrol, drill, or engage in techniques, engage in techniques of causing bodily injury. So you can't practice restraining techniques. You can't practice uh, martial arts or self-defense with a group of people for the purpose of potentially protecting a group of folks. I guess bouncers in clubs and stuff would be included in that. Now, this is a stupid one. Number two, interfere with interpret interrupt or attempt to interfere with or interrupt government operations or government proceedings. 
We already have laws on the book for stuff like that. Interfere with or intimidate another person in that person's exercise of any right under the Constitution of the United States. We already have laws for stuff like that. Assume the function of a law enforcement officer, peace officer, or public official, whether or not acting under color of law, and thereby assert authority or purpose to assert authority over another person without the consent of that person. I mean, it's against the law to act like you're a law enforcement officer, too. But this makes me wonder about citizens' arrest. Is that illegal now? I mean, if this law comes into play. Five, train to engage in any activity described in paragraphs one through four. Well, let's see. Oh, excuse me. One through four. Um, so you can't train for any of this stuff we just read. You can't train to patrol, drill, engage. I guess that would cut out shooting ranges for those people that might want to do these things. And who's going to determine who's doing what and for when and where? And they want to make it so you, if you cross state lines, it's a felony too. Travel across state lines or a national border or a national border. So I guess they're going to deal with international, make laws against Americans in another country that it might be legal in the other country, but in America, we're going to get prosecuted for it. If they find that we're doing it, whatever it is. Uh, the use of channels, facilities, or instrumentalities of interstate or foreign commerce. B, two, involves a firearm, here we go again, with the explosive or incendiary device or dangerous weapon that has traveled in interstate or foreign commerce. So we, they're, they're, they're making this nationwide, or this is what they want to do. They need to just throw this in the trash. Three, involves the use of ammunition or a large capacity ammunition feeding device that has traveled in interstate or foreign con um, commerce. Like I said, the Supreme Court already knocked this down, I believe. So they're trying to make it like you can't go anywhere with a, more than 10 rounds if they even let you do that. Let's see. Uh, I want to just move on down further. I want to go down to penalties. D, penalty. Any person who violates subsection A shall be fined under this title, imprisoned for not more than one year or both. It gets worse, folks. And, and that's talking about in the case of the violation that does not result in bodily injury and is committed by a person who has not prior to the commission of the violation been convicted of violating a federal or state law. The person may be sentenced to probation for a term of not more than one year. <clears throat> Two, 
In the case of the violation that occurs after a prior conviction under this section has become final, the person shall be fined under this title in prison for not more than two years or both. Three, in the case of a violation that results in damage to property, the person shall be fined under this title in prison for not more than two years or both. Four, in the case of a violation that results in a bodily injury, the person shall be fined under this title in prison for not more than five years or both. B, death. The person shall be fined under this title and imprisoned for any term of years or for life. Let me interpret. So if this thing goes in the law and your church has people, and I assume that must mean, I assume these folks would also include if you have a... <clears throat> you know, a constitutional carry state and somebody in your church decides they want to help. But definitely if you have security in your church and some joker comes in there and starts killing people and if the security kills that person, they can go to jail for life, for defending life. Under this Democrat, two Democrats, uh, sponsored bill. And people wonder why I say the Democrat Party is communist. You know, going back to what I said in, uh, you know, number 29, uh, discredit the American Constitution by calling it an adequate, old-fashioned, out-of-step with modern needs, a hindrance cooperation between nations on a worldwide basis. Well, you're just destroying the Second Amendment to the Constitution. And, by the way, if, if you destroy the Second Amendment, we'll lose the First. You know that. Because the only thing guaranteeing that we have a First Amendment is the Second Amendment. So, this is crazy, people. This, but I want to show you something. Let me get to the last page of this thing. Because they got some more stuff here. Civil remedies. They don't want to just prosecute you. They want to do you like they're doing President Trump. You know, if we can't just put you in jail, we can't put you in, we want to break you. Civil remedies. A, the public right of action. Whenever the Attorney General has reasonable cause to believe that any person or a group of persons has engaged in or is about to engage in any act prohibited by Section 2742, the Attorney General may bring civil action for preventative relief, including an application for a permanent or temporary injunction, restraining order, or other order in an appropriate district court of the United States. Did you get what I just read? It not only says, it says whenever the Attorney General has reasonable cause to believe that, it, that any person or group has engaged in or is about to engage. They're talking about they can prosecute you, lock you up, do whatever the hell they want to do with you, and you ain't did nothing. Man, these, and you say they're not communists? 
B, private right of action. Any person injured as a result of any violation of Section 2742 may bring a civil action individually or jointly with other aggrieved persons in an appropriate district court of the United States for preventative relief, including an application for permanent or temporary injunction, restraining order, or other orders, or for damages incurred as a result of any violation of 7242, I mean 2742, including reasonable attorney fees and costs. So, if this joker that comes in there and shoots up your church and you shoot him and, and he lives, he can sue the hell out of you. And if he dies, his family can sue you, according to this. The only rights you have in this case is just to let him do whatever he wants to do. Or maybe what their real goal is to stop us from going to church, stop us from being together as a body of Christ, stop us from fellowshipping, put us in a situation, put us in a straitjacket of privacy, like they did during the COVID thing. When they left the strip clubs open, the weed stores open, um, the liquor stores open, but they closed down the churches and the schools. Maybe that's what they really want. Because, you know, communism is an atheistic religion. Their God is the state, not the God of the Bible. And if you can cut off people from their belief, you can impose your belief on them. And maybe this is what they want to do. If it's too expensive and it's too uh, deadly, uh, they quit us from fellowshipping together. You know, it, it amazed me that during that COVID thing, that strip clubs, weed places, and liquor stores were deemed essential businesses. It was more important to keep the American people anesthetized, more important to keep them dumbed down and compliant. You know, a compliant, complacent, manageable society. Whereas the powers that be could do whatever the hell they want to do. <clears throat> but if you are organized, if you are educated, if you are biblically minded, Maybe you're a problem. If you use intellect, knowledge, and your civil rights according to the Constitution, uh, you might be a, deemed a problem to the powers that be. And this is another way to circumvent it. I mean, <clears throat> you think, I mean, they, they, they demonize the police. They defund the police. And, and then they tell you they want you to take away, they want to take away your guns. Well, what are we supposed to think? Those of us that still have gray matter that we use. I mean, they all of this is controlling us, taking away our rights, our fundamental rights, making us, and then. There used to be a time when a society was more interested in educating people, having their understand their constitutional rights, having them participate 
in the body politics. But now they just want us to be subservient, vote that straight Democrat line, and live like they want us to live. Anesthetize, dumb, stupid, compliant, and allow them to do whatever the heck it is they want to do. You know, what, what was this uh, guy talking about? <clears throat> I can't think of his name right now. I'm going to, um, that guy from, um, uh, you know, the guy that said, you won't own anything, but you'll be happy. That's what they want. They want to take away our rights, but, but we'll be happy. But what people fail to understand is, my what makes me happy may not make you happy. Or what makes you happy may not make me happy. I mean, you may be happy sitting around smoking weed uh, with half of your brain cells falling apart and the other half already gone. I may be happy researching, understanding, trying to figure out why society has deteriorated so rapidly in the last 10 years and trying to figure out ways to stop the deterioration. So, you know, you know what's the name? Swab, I think the guy's name is. Something Swab. Anyway, um, it is not for government to determine my happiness or your happiness. It's not for government to tell us how we're supposed to live. We are supposed to tell government what to do. Government is supposed to protect us. They're supposed to take care of the necessities of the public interest, but they are not supposed to dictate our lives. So this final part says, any property subject to forfeiture, forfeiture subject to a person with the 2742 may be forfeited to the United States in a civil case in accordance with the procedure set forth. In other words, they're talking about taking your guns, taking your money, taking anything. We have a society now that is very dangerous. I mean, the court in New York just convicted Trump of defrauding a bank that got all their money back plus interest and didn't complain what they charged him with. Uh, Fine him $350 million and then forbid him from operating his own business in the state of New York for three years and then fine his sons millions of dollars. At the same time, some woman who claimed that he molested her many years ago got $83, uh, $83 million judgment and now they're trying to convict him in Georgia and also Washington, D.C. And the, the case in Washington, D.C. is about, or excuse me, the, the, <laughs> the one that Washington, D.C. Is, is running, which maybe it's being held in Florida, about these uh, uh, documents, <coughs> supposedly uh, classified documents that he took even though he was president at the time and had the sole power to declassify documents. And yet they found documents in Joe Biden's garage from when he was a senator. And they're saying that, well, we're not going to do that to him because he's old and senile. 
But he's old and senile, but he's still running for president. And even though if he was old and senile, what has that got to do with the law? So the special prosecutor in that case said he was guilty as hell. He didn't use those words. I did. <coughs> but they're not going to do anything. They're not going to do anything. But, they, but of course, they weren't going to do anything in the first place. Just like these, these lawsuits against Trump are all garbage. But this is where we are in the United States. And the only reason why we're here, <coughs> I had to get a call from is because the citizenry is dumbed down. People do not understand their rights and responsibilities. Children are not learning civics. Many adults have no idea how government works. And many folks are stuck on pride and don't even want to acknowledge where we are. Well, I've seen this country change from what it was many years ago, and it wasn't perfect. <coughs> Excuse me. But we did have rights. And people respected them to some degree. And I used to believe that there was a degree of honesty in the news media. I don't agree that much anymore. It's time for American citizens to wake up and understand what's going on. This conversation that I'm having right now, the way we're going, in 10 years will be impossible to have unless we change it. People like me will be either off the air completely or locked up or dead because they won't tolerate it. They don't want to tolerate it now. In many cases, we're shadow banned, ostracized, and for many of us black conservatives, they still have a whole bunch of black liberals that they can rely on to call us Uncle Toms and sellouts and all kinds of stuff. Because many of those people have never decided to investigate. I ask people, investigate. Investigate the government. Investigate Civics, investigate your history. Don't rely on any of these news sources. Watch them. Watch them all. Test them. Test them. Test what's going on. You know, the Bible says you can know a tree by its fruit. And there's a lot of rotten fruit out there right now, people. A lot of rotten fruit. You know, you go back and look at what they were saying over the years as far as the news media is concerned. You can go back to the early Trump years. Oh, he's in he's in the bed with Russia. He's, he's a Russian stooge. Russia helped him win the election. Then come to find out that that whole campaign, that whole lie was set up by Hillary Clinton and the FBI. And everybody, everybody knew it for over two and a half years when they were running that farce and spent over 40-something million dollars of your money. Did anybody apologize for it? No. Did anybody go to jail for it? No. Is the FBI still running their thing? Yeah. Is Hillary still walking the streets? Yeah. And then Joe, 
he got the Ukrainian uh, prosecutor that was looking into his son's business. He got him fired. He got money from Moscow. He got money from China. He's got money from Ukraine. His his the tax return. They're showing his company. Excuse me. His family got millions of dollars, and there's no business entity at all. Nothing to show from where the money came from. Purely a straight up money laundering thing. <clears throat> Is anything happening with the FBI with that? No. Has anybody been held accountable? No. Only people that whistleblow. Only people that are exposing the illegalities are being prosecuted. The criminals, they're either getting off scot-free or they're making up stuff to give them a pass. And they're trying to put Trump in jail when he didn't do any of this stuff. It's amazing, people. This is not the same country I grew up in. This is not the same country I even raised my children in. This is a completely different world. I mean, <clears throat> the Democrats have allowed millions of illegals to come in here, and these loyal Democrat citizens, many of these black ones, constantly have fallen for the okie doke been lied to over and over and over again, and they're being lied to again, and they keep voting for these same jokers. They keep stepping on them. And, you know, to a degree, I have to be honest. Why not step on them? I mean, if you're going to allow yourself, I, I've been told once that <clears throat> years ago, that if you present yourself as a floor mat, don't be surprised when people walk all over you. And the average black Democrat has been a floor mat for the Democrat Party since the early 60s. <clears throat> and they, they followed the lie. They followed um, the gatekeepers and the straw men and all these false idols that they put up, including MLK, who I've talked about extensively in the years past and who I caught all kind of flack for talking about. And they just follow these people, and you look at the fruit. Where is the fruit? How come black people are at the bottom of the socioeconomic areas of every area in this nation? And been since the early 60s. And then Democrats talk about we don't want to have voter ID because it's racist. Telling black people to their face that you're dumb, stupid, and you need us to take care of you. It's sad, people. It is very, very sad. You're telling people <clears throat> to get rid of the police and want to get rid of your guns. And all you have to do is look at history. You look at Nazi Germany, you look at the Soviet Union, you look at China, you look at Venezuela, you look at Cuba, you look at any of these countries where they took away the citizens' guns. Once your guns were gone, you were done. You either do what the government tells you to do or you get a hole in the ground. We got to keep the Second Amendment. We got to keep the First Amendment. We have to stand up and understand 
what this nation was built on. Biblical foundation is what this nation was built on. And we need to go back to the basics, people. We need to go back to the basics before it's too late. If you care anything about your children and your grandchildren and future generations, it's time to put the brakes on. You don't have to trust me or any other black conservative, particularly if you're a Christian. Trust this. And only this. Trust what God said. Stand on his word. Not the way some liberal tells you to stand on it. Stand on it the way God tells you to stand on it. Then you can get past this. Then you can survive. Then you can make it. Otherwise, you're just toast. Think about it. This is Sam Tolley, and I'm out.